0: Good evening. Welcome to Karl Marx Does the Washing App, where we ponder ludicrous metaphysical nonsense and the time it takes to make five Tesco's basic micro-meals. Which is around 21 minutes. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah. I'm Shaiteli. Oh, and I'm Elias Kassam. And today, today, actually, we're both lavishly dressed, so maybe we should talk about fashion. Is that, that's, that's what you call lavish. Well, I, well, this is my point exactly. Like, uh, we both have different opinions on fashion. Do we? Yeah. Uh, i thought we were both in agreement that i dress well and you don't yeah yeah but uh, yeah but then i mean okay fine i agree with that but i don't let my fashion define who i am as a person do you think fashion defines who you are as a person Uh, like do you think you look good because of the clothes that you wear or you make the clothes look good Make the clothes look. Well, a guy said, told me that he had this pi- rule about pizzas. Right. About pizzas? Yeah, last night. Okay. I went for dinner with this, you know, very Italian, Italian man. Yeah, yeah. And he was yeah. saying, uh, you know, the rule about pizza is when you put a topping on a pizza, uh, the the topping has to add to the pizza. The pizza <laughs> cannot add to the topping. Oh, so you're the pizza in this analogy and the clothing is the topping. Come on, Ty. Why would my analogy reflect like <laughs> the point I was trying to make? Sorry, that's a completely different discussion. Yeah, <laughs> I was just talking about pizzas. Yeah, okay, okay fine. No, so wait, yeah. So while we're having this discussion, I was at dinner yesterday, and uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was like, should we get some wine? And the guy's like, yeah. I'm like, cool, red or white? And he goes... He looks at me, and he goes, there's only one wine. And I'm like, what? Red or white? And he's like, there's only one wine. And he was like, red. He's like, white wine is just water. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he meant there was only one wine on the menu. No, no, no. <laughs> but there was a wine list with like seven pages, but one wine. There there's only one wine. Yeah, yeah. That's so maybe, like maybe, something maybe we every, would do. Yeah, that's what we would do. Yeah. Um, but he was also know. very fashionably dressed. Yeah. So maybe your fashion sense does define your taste. Your taste, but doesn't... Uh, your fashion sense defines your taste, but what defines your taste? Your fashion sense. Sense. Yeah. Right? Or fashion itself fashion oh, defines so, our taste yeah fashion defines our taste yeah like so it, our culture, actual taste cult, culture yeah no our actual taste and our unactual taste yeah yeah exactly I think there's like some for, fashion's like this like you know subconscious force that like you know that penetrates people don't our realize. minds and then just governs us to do things in a certain way how so so what's an example of this well like and I don't f- mean like a generic example of where like you know we judge people on how they dress like a man in a suit for example no, I'm But, doing, like, on a deeper level. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, political views or something. which oh, like, like, like you like, to. There seem to be certain narratives or ideas that circulate around certain socioeconomic spheres and then they morph into something else, right? And I don't always think that's, like, necessarily addressing an issue at the time. It's yeah. just certain issues become more fashionable and, you know, we yeah, kind of, so like, true. clothe ourselves in our ideologies. Yeah. And there's a lot of issues in the moment that are very fashionable that weren't in very, come on, like six or seven years ago. Yeah, but they were still issues. They were still issues, exactly. So yeah. why? what changes? Um, or is like fashion a good microcosm for the world, right? Like, you know, you're we saying how everything's in a constant state of flux. Is fashion like the ultimate embodiment of that? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, is it? Yeah, maybe. Because what's relevant now may not be relevant two years from now or three years from now. Yeah, I think that's definitely... Well, I mean, everything that manifests as an embodiment of the constant state of flux. Everything. Right. Yeah. Well, everything. is if, yeah, yeah. if that's the, if yeah. that's how we consider the universe to be. Then everything. Yeah. Okay. Everything is that. Um, but I think fashion is something which is quite apparent. Apparently that. Right. Yeah. Whereas like, like a, a glass is not apparently that. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Right. Yeah. Maybe fashion does exist in that sphere. Um, but I think it's also, I think what's, kind of cool and crazy about fashion is that it's this energetic movement that we don't really know how to it will show. behave. How to control it or how it will behave? Or like, when you say behave, do you mean how we react to it? I think it or controls us. More than we control well, it. I mean, we feed into it. Like like most things. Yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah, Like yeah. a product and a source of yeah, yeah. something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so we feed into fashion, but fashion, itself, like, it's kind of like how, like, AI, for example. Right? Yeah. So we're... We're creating AI, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it will start to. This point, this thing that everybody's worried about, like singularity. When and it creates itself. Right? When it creates itself. But it's constantly feeding into it and then it's playing back what we feed into it to tell us how to behave, right? It, so, like, technology has begun already. Technology's already begun to control us. Yeah. yeah. But we use technology. The foundation of technology was us finding something. Yeah. yeah. And fashion has been around way longer than technology. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's true because I think technology feels very like you know whether it's a tablet or a cave yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, there yeah. But it's so is fashion. Um, yeah. No, but I think no. I I don't know if that's true because I think uh, fashion is probably which well, uh, uh, do- emanates from consciousness. Right. And you think we didn't have whereas, consciousness at the start? Whereas I think technology doesn't require consciousness. Technology is just required to make life easier? No, no. As in, like, you could take... I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say, like, animals aren't conscious because it's yeah, yeah. just nonsense. <laughs> um, also, that's not a discussion that we need to have. Yeah. I don't think but, it's relevant to that. No, but I think animals um, create technologies, right? right I don't know true. if they're governed by fashion. So when you see a squirrel like creating, uh, you know, a sort of little hub or nest to put the um, yeah yeah that's true but that's it's not yeah, that's yeah. a form of technology yeah, right? yeah okay yeah but I don't know if that's driven by fashion so I would say technology actually predates fashion. fashion. then what is fashion maybe we should define fashion because maybe people would think that we're talking about a myriad of things and we're calling them fashion yeah and we're really just talking about caftans yeah exactly (laughs) and ties Ties. super ties Ties. do you wear ties I wear a tie I'm trying to bring the tie back yeah but not never seen you wear a tie exactly because I haven't bought it back yet (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring it back. And then yeah, yeah, but also you, you would never wear a tie in order to bring it back. Right? You no, know, exactly. Like it's the, you are the anti tie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you're yeah. the anti-fashion, so you wear everything but a tie and they'll be like, you know. We've gotta bring ties back. We've gotta bring ties back. Yeah, but this is what this is what blows my mind about fashion. Uh, <laughs> we tie draw... is also the most pointless thing. Yeah, <laughs> but no. it's so true, it's such a pointless thing uh, Oh no, episode. but so apparently the tie <laughs> was the, was meant to be to hold things in, I think. Really? No, 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 this is what <laughs> I think I might have read somewhere or I dreamt about it that tie like had a pocket yeah and that was to hold things into okay no, Because it right before there were things in the, I don't know pockets in the trousers. okay well if anyone knows let, yeah, us, let know. us know so in terms of fashion in terms of fashionable things I read an article recently that says the most fashionable thing that you can take to a dinner party because you know when you go to a dinner party it's implied that you bring something for the host oh yeah uh, the most fashionable thing right now is to take a pineapple Because a pineapple is something that can be shared, it's high in vitamin C. Apparently a pineapple is quite expensive, so it suggests that you're a man or woman of stature. It's like middle class. And then people can be served at dessert. So, if we think of fashion in that way, that we all follow a social norm, do you think fashion defines who you are? Do you think fashion defines who you are? Yeah. Because if you... Say you came to this party say I was hosting a dinner party and you didn't bring me a pineapple, I'd be like, this guy's obviously this guy obviously doesn't he? know what he's talking about. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like this guy yeah. but like this is so hypothetical. I would never go to a dinner party without a pineapple. Yes. <laughs> um, it's you this way it hard all... for me to engage in it. <laughs> you started yeah. the fashion statement. You started this fashion. All... Yeah, <laughs> wait, what was the question about the pineapple? So just literally no, no, just does fashion define who we are? Does fashion define who we are? Yeah, as in, can we define ourselves without fashion? Yeah, yeah. We, well, we don't need to define ourselves. There's no reason to define no, no, ourselves. No, but we are always being defined. Like, everyone is always making judgments, even when they're trying not to make judgments. We make judgments to make, like, to protect ourselves, right? Well, I think, like, this idea of identity, or, like, creating a judgment, or, a, a, like, an idea of who we are, or an image of who we are, is grounded in a rationality, or which feeds into fashion. So the rationality is, like, creating, is, like, against this idea of flux. It's basically about creating statics. And then your identity is static. Yeah, or creating, like, statics. But then we break the static to create a new static, and we break the static to create a new static. But we don't see a fluidity between these statics, Because It's right? like, moments, right? Yeah. So then I think that fashion, um, you know... Well, I think fashion is kind of... It's got this, like, fluid movement, but yeah. we... But we ascribe to certain ideas, like the pineapple, and we create some fixed idea about, you know, about the pineapple. And then uh, that becomes very definitive and, you know, boxing up and, um, wait, defining who we are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just speaking nonsense. You're just rambling. You're just rambling. (laughs) What else do we do in the podcast? No, no, I think we do sometimes get to some depth. But, okay. uh, but what I think is interesting is that we... Um... No, but so what I think is interesting is that we have this concept of fashion uh, in that it doesn't define who we are. And yet we're still very selective in the clothes that we wear and also very selective in the social norms that we follow. Like what is fashionable, we try and stick to those trends. Like taking a pineapple to dinner. Yeah, well, I think it's interesting because there's like... Uh, What you're talking about, fashion now, is about belonging, like belonging to something, right? Yeah. So you're always like saying, "Well, like if everybody else is doing this, we have to do this in order to be fashionable." And I think that is somewhat the consensus. But also, the people that we consider to be the most fashionable are the ones who live outside Mm of this. Yeah, yeah, and they don't. But there's but there's a tension. There's a specificness. There's a link to that belongingness. Because if you just go too far out, you're just homeless. Yeah, okay. that's true. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You're just mentally unstable. Unstable, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah but okay, but if you're like so anchored in this, but outside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for this so this leads to my actual question: mental health. Uh, we consider a lot of people to be unstable, and I think a lot of judgments we make are based on what clothes did they wear. Yeah, yeah. There's like, well, definitely when you see people wearing, you know, speedos. It's not- <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Just, in Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like mental asylum, Jack. <laughs> um. No, but okay, yeah. no, but, no, but so one of the key definitions of psychosis is that someone sees a reality that they don't, they don't necessarily live in, right? So that they don't her, necessarily live in, yeah. They see a reality they don't live in, yeah, okay. yeah, or they exist in a reality that they don't necessarily live in. You know, like okay. someone will say that they're the queen, or someone will say that they're Princess Diana or something, but that means that they would dress. Like or the, the queen. queen and not Princess Diana. But then they do effectively live in it. Yeah, exactly. And but other people don't live in yeah. the acknowledgement of that. And that's why I don't think that is psychosis. But we treat that as psychosis. And we give those people strong antipsychotics and strong antidepressants. Well, maybe it's just an inflammation yeah. of um, how we consider everything. Like, we always behave as people that we're not, that we aren't, right? Uh, but not to. Not, what do you mean? Well, I think we kind of. Strut around Pretending to be people That like Deep down we're we're not But is that because A lot of us people A lot of us don't know Who we are Yeah 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 And also that Who we are Is a constant change Yeah yeah Exactly Changing Um, But so I think like But I think generally This comes back To the balance thing Right Yeah yeah yeah. When something is so Out of whack Yeah To a degree It becomes an instability a, A mental Instability or physical instability yeah, of yeah, some yeah. sorts, right? So, but I think the issue is still quite present. Like, the psychosis is permeates, like, the whole of society. Like, we're all, like, in this collective psychosis. But because there's a synchronicity of this collective psychosis, we don't consider it psychotic. It's only when you live outside, outside of, of that yeah. psychosis... Yeah, yeah. Right? Then, then it, it becomes an actual issue. Yeah. And even if you live in the anti-psychotic... Yeah, yeah. Like, against the psychosis, like, you have transcended the psychosis, yeah, yeah. you are also considered psychotic because you don't live within the, the collective norm. Yeah, right. But then, why is it so important that we live in this collective norm? So, why well, don't, is it, don't is it simply a case of belonging? I I think, yeah, I think that's the only, I don't know if we should do it. I mean, I never really, I've never really been so fussed about that. And I, well, I, think I don't think a, we do live in the collective norm, do we? I think we're definitely on the periphery. So, I think it was. depends I think on... I we like, fluctuate though, don't we? Sometimes we inhabit it, sometimes we don't inhabit it. Yeah. Well, I've always thought that I wasn't really in that kind of collective norm, but then when you come to, like, London, like, recently, yes, last five yeah. years, and yeah. very kind of, you know, globalised, you realise this is the collective norm. this is the collective There's a lot of, like, stuff going on. Having said that, there's, like, a lot of podcasts out there, like... We're no. not doing anything too different in terms of we're not using technology that isn't really being used. No, like, yeah. We are maybe more normal than we think we are. Yeah, yeah. And like most of our listeners are on this planet. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is a shame really. I don't know if that's just because our marketing's not up to scratch. <laughs> but uh, most of our listeners actually don't you know, like have a good this, relationship with us. They like listen to us. They give feedback to us. Like it's quite Yeah, maybe yeah. we are in the collective consciousness. Like the collective norm. Collective norm. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's like well there's there's so many different uh, ideologies that circulate around that govern us to do certain things. And and sometimes that might be like us again going wanting to go against the collective norm and something some narrative that we latch onto tells us to go against the collective norm. But in that we're still part of a norm that listens to, to that narrative. narrative right? So it's, we're all governed by some like fashion thing. Yeah, yeah. But is fashion the ultimate governor? Like more than God. Well, we could. You could even say God is a fashion. form of fashion. How? Like the notion of God has come out of fashion. You could say that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I was going to say, could you say that? <laughs> Would you say that? <laughs> I don't think it's beyond. I don't think it's beyond um, beyond the realm of nonsense. Let's say, let's say some dude. Yeah. For like hypothetical sake, you call him like. <laughs> like jesus, jesus yeah. or something like that yeah. uh somebody and um he says this this incredible thing like incredible stream of poetic yeah uh, and then like a bunch of people around him listen to him like, yeah like, dude man you gotta check out this motherfucker yeah, yeah he yeah. is killing it like yeah, yeah, yeah. that like eloquent verbios like transcendent yeah, ethereal yeah, yeah. man he's like yeah, but this is how we this remember. is how we discuss artists nowadays right Yeah. or like some some artists right exactly and or just like yeah figures like yeah and so then they tell their friends and then they tell They're their friends. friends and their friends and then it becomes there's this image around whoever that person was and so then people start following that image and worshiping yeah. that image and it becomes this fashion idea yeah and so to belong to the ideology of the fashionable man becomes you know Fashionable Yeah So if he's professing God Then God itself Becomes fashionable Right But then if we then Now live in If we say Fashion lives in This state of flux Eventually we'll come To a state when That God is not Fashionable anymore And maybe it's yeah. Slowly happening Yeah now, Well right? I think Like like now it's happening And it's happening In both ways Yeah Right like People are getting so More like into this it Kind of spirituality Yeah yeah That's true great yeah. stuff. But there's also This atheism Which is really Powerfully fashionable As well Yeah but then is spirituality not really just a reaction to the atheism? Like this new age of spirituality? Um, I think it's a reaction to organised religion and the control systems that exist within it. And so atheism is also a reaction to organised religion. Yeah, that's the thing. But I, the thing is, I don't think that uh, God and spirituality is a purely fashion-based thing. Because what I find incredible is that if you take different, different cultures from different parts of the world at different times, they seem to talk about the same like same, same, uh, being, print, right? same general yeah. principles of things. Yeah. And they all relate. And they, we're talking like huge differences in like time yeah, yeah, yeah. and cultures that haven't had have no yeah, like contact, contact with each other. And they seem to go to the same essential core. Which is? Right. Which is that there's this energetic force that is omnipresent, yeah. omnipotent, that governs us all and is the creative birth of like life. Yeah. Right. And there are nuances between between them and stuff, but it's amazing how much like that, similarity. That's a, yeah, yeah. Like but I think are, the similarities far outweigh their differences. Yeah, and the differences are the differences are like mostly, I would say, like poetic or aesthetic. Yeah, rather than actually at their core, right? Yeah. But I think what's even more interesting is actually aesthetics seem to replicate in cultures, right? Like Such mythologies, as. like symbolisms, things like the snake. Or, like, the representations of... um, Of just animals in general, right? Yeah, animals in general. But the same animals represent the same... thing, things, right? Things in different cultures. They belong to the same archetype. That's nuts. That's fucking crazy for me. But you don't think stories travelled? And maybe not back then. Uh, But you're right, though. But also, it's not even that. Like, if we ignore religion, it's, like, just stories that mothers tell their children. Like, in different cultures, they seem to have the same sort of... Background and the same sort of message, right? Same yeah. sort of mess. Well, I mean, now, like there was a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, back then, back then, well, I don't really know what what happened. What mothers were telling their children? <laughs> huh? Yeah, how cool. old's your mother? Maybe it's just a romantic idea that I believe in, that I'd like to ascribe in. But, but then I believe sense. in so, yeah. But then I believe in the notion that we all are one, right? And that ultimately, we'll all live in a collective norm together and no one will be outside of it. Um, are you talking about, like, within this material world or, like, outside of that? Uh, both. But I think within the material world, like, when we say the collective norm, we're really just talking about a very select middle-class people because, it, like, we ostracize the poor, we ostracize the rich. Like, the collective norm is really just, like, this unique bread of middle-class people. No, I don't, I don't think, world, I think that's our collective norm. Right? There are lots of different collective norms depending on, like, the sort of Collective, right? yeah, okay, that's true because there are too many people for it there to be one collective norm, yeah, really. that's true, true. But we all ascribe to the middle class is the collective norm, yeah, but we all ascribe to one collective norm, yeah, which we well, to at least one. Well, I think like we could say in England, right, yeah, there is a collective norm to wear clothes when outside, <laughs> right? no, but that's, that's a law, a- is that a collective norm or is it a law? But I think you would be looked at or judged. I think it would be sectioned, wouldn't you? Or yeah. arrested, at least. No, but if you weren't arrested. So there's a law and a collective norm. But I don't, I don't think... A majority major- of people don't go outside naked purely out of illegality. So that... No, but that's... Okay, fine. That's, but that's a very... That's, I think that's too outside of the social norm. So how about there's a collective norm to wear s- shoes? Okay. But the principle is the same thing right yeah but I often leave the house without shoes you leave the house without shoes yeah where do you go yeah I mean I do this as well yeah Yeah, like actually in London not so much because there's a lot of glass yeah yeah and the floor is really dirty yeah yeah Yeah, but back home right Yeah, yeah but that's not so wait so it's obviously not that normal I've never gone out in public naked yeah me neither actually no but we get changed in full view of the public yeah, like I don't close my curtains. Yeah, but that's because, hmm. it's because we're selecting our viewers. <laughs> okay, okay. No, so what's a, fine. Okay, fine. So the collective norm is that we are closed, right? Yeah, but, but my point, my point was that there is maybe a collective norm, but it's not necessarily the collective norm, a uh, global collective norm. So there's always little pockets of smaller collectives within, yeah, and, yeah, of course, and some, some that are rallying against the main yeah. collective, right? Maybe not even rallying against the main collective, but an offshoot. Yeah, but some rules are more universal than others, so exist in a deeper, stronger collective. Yeah. but I don't know if there's—is there one rule that governs us all that can, yeah? Yeah, but I think there is, right? We just alluded to it in that, but they're biological; they're innate. Any collective norm, I think, that really, you know... What about the urge to reproduce? But there are people who don't do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, people who are actively... Some people actively say, you know, I don't want want to to reproduce because the world's overpopulated or because I don't want to lose, like, freedom or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe the urge to do it, maybe they're suppressing an urge. Yeah, exactly, because everyone has the urge. But it, so you're saying collective norm well shitting that's a collective norm oh eating eating oh yeah like the things we have to do but survive collective norm is survive yeah yeah so that's the only thing so what are, actually the, I well, even within well, survive it's like suicide and things that people are doing to actively hamper their chances to survive is there anybody who doesn't shit though like actively doesn't shit there must Masty, be some yeah. there must <laughs> There must be someone. So what about if you don't have a bowel, you have a stoma. You just yeah, but that's not like. I feel like we're getting very, very. <laughs> here, where is this fashion the, tour going? But yeah, but yeah. no. I think the point. The point is that fashion governs uh, everything. Coll- yeah, but no, but the, it it operates in like microcosms, and the collectives that it governs are never are never that huge. Collective aesthetic ovens are never that huge. Yeah. But which is why we discredit fashion. Which is why we don't realise its impact. Yeah. Well, that's why we discredit fashion. Yeah. Yeah. No, th- okay, That. yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's what makes it more powerful. Yes. Because it's more kind we, of like, subliminal. Tips- yeah, we don't realise it. Yeah, yeah. Because we think that we're like operating by ourselves exactly because not everybody's doing it yeah and you feel like you're uh, you think we've got autonomy really yeah, we, do. we don't yeah, yeah yeah for sure that's a good place to end the podcast to end yeah